Good evening and ha happy St. Patrick's Day. Welcome to the Mayor's State of the City Address. My name is Dave Zavril and I'm the chair of the Grand Forks East Grand Forks Chamber of Commerce. It is indeed an honor for your Chamber of Commerce to partner with the city to bring you the 19th annual Mayor's State of the City Address. We are pleased that Mayor Bochensky has decided to carry on this tradition. First, we'd like to thank the many sponsors of this event. Their support helps make this event possible. Grand Forks has opportunities in all directions, and the Chamber, with its more than 1,000 members, is proud to collaborate with the City and all its entities to play a part in moving this community forward. Within the first month of becoming Mayor, he reached out to the Chamber and convened two meetings with local builders and contractors to provide input on regulations, inspections, and other potential points of red tape that could potentially slow down the development in our community. The Mayor went back to City Hall and did some restructuring, resulting in more streamlined and efficient processes, making Grand Forks truly the most business-friendly community. The Mayor also met with 20 of the fastest growing Grand Forks businesses to talk about what could be done to grow them even faster. Once again, Mayor Bochensky listened, made some changes, and has laid the groundwork for even more growth in Grand Forks. All this in the first month of office. Since then, he has continued to be involved in virtually every effort to grow and make Grand Forks better. Mayor Bochensky was elected as mayor of Grand Forks on June 9, 2020. Mayor Brandon Bochensky was born and raised in Blaine, Minnesota. In 2001, the beloved sport of hockey brought him to Grand Forks where he played Division I college hockey and graduated from the University of North Dakota with a bachelor's degree in business economics. While in Grand Forks, he met his wife Jenny and is now a proud, fa proud father of their daughter Sylvia and sons Henry and Charles. Mayor Bochensky's hockey career would take him all over the world. Following college hockey and university studies, he immediately began his professional hockey career with the AHL and eventually the NHL until 2010. In 2010, Mayor Bochensky left North America and signed with the Kazakhstan Continental Hockey League team Boris Astana in Russia. Playing a dedicated seven seasons with Boris, Mayor Bochensky was among the league's top scorers during that time. Because of his work ethic and leadership skills on and off the ice, he was chosen the team's captain in 2013. This was the first time a foreign-born player became a captain of a team in the Kazakhstan Continental Hockey League. In 2017, despite pleas from Boris to continue playing, Mayor Bochensky opted to retire from professional hockey to concentrate on his family. He left as a top-scoring scor foreign player to compete in the KHL. Upon returning to Grand Forks, Mayor Bochensky began a career in real estate working for Berkshire Hathaway. Bochensky registered KHL Investments, a development company named after the league in which he played, and Boris LLC, a construction company named after his former team. It's our pleasure to work with our new mayor. Now let's continue with the program. There is a reason that we're gathered here on this day. Today is a special day. It's not the state of the city that makes it so, or St. Patrick. When we remember the greatest and bravest among us, I choose to remember the day that God gave them to us, not the day 
that God took them back. Today marks the birth of Cody Holty, a man that blessed us all for 29 years. Today would have been 30. His watch hasn't ended. It has only strengthened, broadened, and become more divine. Today I'm here to not only honor the sacrifice, but to celebrate and remind everyone that these types of men and women exist in this world. Mandy Holty is a true pillar of strength for our community to face the unthinkable and to do so with faith, grace, and hope. Mandy, your example gives us all reason to continue on and to hope for better days from even the darkest of dark moments. Thank you for being an example for us all. Thank you, Cody Holty, for your service and ultimate sacrifice. Welcome everyone to the 2021 Grand Forks State of the City. It has truly been a pleasure serving the community these past nine months. First and foremost, I wanna thank my family for their sacrifice and support. There are many long days, and many extra hours away from you coming into office amidst the backdrop of a global pandemic, looming economic crisis and civil unrest. No one could have predicted the events this last year and my family was there to provide support the whole way. Thank you, Jenny, Sylvia, Henry, and Charlie. I love you all very, very much. When you look back at the past year, it is truly inspiring to see how this community responded and performed, highlighted by our resiliency to physical, mental, and economic stress. What is the state of our city? Grand Forks is a town with momentum and every reason to be optimistic and excited about the future. But first, let's take a look back at the events of the past year surrounding the pandemic. WHO has been assessing this outbreak around the clock and we're deeply concerned. We have therefore made the assessment that COVID-19 can be characterized as a pandemic. Uh, North Dakota is officially declaring a state of emergency uh, in response to the coronavirus. I'd like to stress that in all these forms, the things I say now may not actually be true 30 minutes from now, a day from now, or a week from now. This is a fluid operation, it's a pandemic that none of us have ever dealt with in our lifetimes. Today we learned that we have a number of new cases of COVID-19 in our community. We are working collaboratively with our partners from Altru, from the North Dakota Department of Health, from the North Dakota National Guard to assertively or maybe even aggressively address COVID-19 in our community. Order closing bars and all liquor license holders at 11 p.m. will continue this week in Grand Forks. Mayor Brandon Bochanski issued the mandate on Saturday to help slow the spread of COVID-19. had an opportunity to talk to Dr. Burks, talk to uh, the governor um, about many different mitigation efforts that, that can help. And um, in our college town, with the, the, um, the spread being the way it is, I felt that that was a mitigation effort that was a good compromise to keep businesses open, but to help stem the spread. I'd like to think that perhaps 
we saved the best for last uh, for your meeting today because this is all over the national news now that we have a COVID-19 vaccine. It's pretty exciting. I've practiced public health for a, a number of years and I can't remember being so excited to see a new vaccine come to the market as this one. Uh, a lot of people with really great positive feedback about the, the ease, how happy they were to get vaccinated, the ease, the speed uh, over at the Alaris Center. Uh, so that was great to see. Well, I would point out we did have our lowest day with only one, one recorded case today. I think that's the lowest it's been in about six months. So a lot of good news. It's my birthday. Oh, happy I'm birthday. I'm 70 years old. I forgot to, to mention that. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, this is what I'm giving myself. <laughs> It's been an extremely challenging journey, but at the end of the day, strong leadership that was measured and, tar and targeted was our guiding principle. I came to office every day with that goal in mind, and our team put in the work to get the job done. We truly took an all-of-government approach and an all-of-community approach. Grand Forks has been a leader statewide and nationally through our local partnered response by pooling resources and working in timely coordination across the community. The shining star of our COVID response was our institutional partners group, made up of Altrue, UND, Grand Forks Public Schools, Grand Forks County, and the Grand Forks Air Force Base. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your commitment and hard work. These collaborations resulted in us being a statewide leader in testing, contact, tra contact tracing, treatment, and now vaccine administration. Much of this goes to the great work done by Altrue. Not nearly can, enough can be said about their partnership going above and beyond to support the community. No other health system in our region runs a COVID hotline and drive-through testing. Through their partnership with the Mayo Clinic, they were one of the first systems to provide innovative and cutting-edge treatments like convalescent plasma and fusion centers, without a doubt saving countless lives. Ultra has been instrumental in our ability to centralize vaccine distribution by bringing their expertise, their large vaccine allocation, and lending their multi-million dollar EPIC system to streamline our administration process. I'm proud to say that right now, we are one of the best counties in a leading state for vaccine distribution. Thank you to our public health team and Altru for getting the job done. <clears throat> the partnership between Grand Forks Public Health and UND on contact tracing helped ensure we were able to identify and isolate individuals to slow the spread. All of these partnerships have allowed Grand Forks Public Health to focus on testing logistics contact tracing, public information sharing, and now vaccine administration. The public health team rose to the occasion and did a phenomenal job. Disseminating, disseminating ever-changing information and guidelines was difficult, but good partnerships with our state and local allies helped to ensure we put out accurate and consistent information. Thank you to Debbie Swanson and our entire public health team. In addition to the public health team, our fire department and police department have gone above and beyond when called to duty at mass testing events as well as organizing Binax Now screening events at the Columbia Mall and Grand Cities Mall. Another great partner has been the Grand Forks Air Force Base. It's been a true honor to get to work with Colonel Pringle on the Airman. I'm excited that Vice, Vice Commander Curry will follow Pringle as the next wing commander. They had the opportunity recently to host the Chief of Staff of the Air Force General Brown and his wife, Shireen, it was a great opportunity to tell the Grand Forks story to the top leaders of the Air Force. During the darkest days of the pandemic, 
a group of Air Force nurses deployed to Grand Forks to provide additional staffing at All True Hospital at a most crucial time. The sense of duty and the sacrifice they made by leaving their families during the holiday season was truly heartwarming and inspiring. When thinking about all the challenges faced and the sacrifices made during this pandemic, nobody has sacrificed more than our youth. Canceled sporting events, dances, graduations, and the limited gatherings of friends has left a lot of memorable childhood moments forever altered. And for that, my heart aches. Our school district was put in an impossible situation, yet still Grand Forks Public Schools was a model for the state and our region when it came to transitioning between in-person and online schooling and the effort to keep kids in school. Thank you, Dr. Brenner, Catherine Galach, the school board, and most importantly, the teachers for making the most out of a very challenging situation. We saw just how important our kids' physical, mental, and emotional health is to have them in school learning, playing sports, and engaged in activities. Just like the tough time showed us how important school was for our youth, we also learned the value of some of the assets that we have, may have been taking for granted in this community, epitomized by the Alaris Center. It was definitely a tough year financially for the Alaris Center with the cancellation of many large events. But this pand pandemic showed us what an incredible asset the facility is for our entire region. It served as the perfect location for physically distanced voting in November. They partnered with Altrue to operate drive-through testing on the stadium floor throughout the winter. The large indoor spaces served as the perfect location for many significant life events, including weddings and funerals that were canceled elsewhere. The large ballrooms currently serve as the optimal location for our community vaccination clinics. Another entity that showed its critical importance during the worst day of the pandemic was our public transportation department. They never missed a day and provided service with no interruption. Their continuous service provided access to essential services like the pharmacy, grocery store, and healthcare. At times, they even transported COVID positive patients to and from the hospital in a safe manner. And now they're providing free transportation to and from the community clinics. In the midst of all this, they even opened up a new state-of-the-art public transit facility this summer. So thank you to Dale Bergman and our team at City Area Transit for the great work that you do. This is the type of city support to the community that is crucial during times of duress. Knowing that it was a tough time for many, we tried to do the best we could to alleviate unneeded pressure on people, business, and industry. We suspended late fees on utility bills. We adapted wastewater treatment requirements for the Red River biorefinery to keep people working and moving the industry forward. Our increased direct relationships with the immigrant community allowed for us to identify needs quickly and provide services like access to grant programs, distribution of PPE, and timely aid for halal food boxes. Our bi-weekly meetings with leaders in the immigrant community has provided direct access to the city's top leadership. Our community development team worked closely with the state of North Dakota uh, Department of Commerce throughout the pandemic and conducted listening sessions with bars, restaurants, and other businesses. And they worked hard to promote the availability of economic resiliency grants through the state of North Dakota. Community development used money received from the Federal Economic Development Administration to administer the C-Run program. The COVID Response Unmet Needs Loan Fund, where businesses and nonprofits receive low interest loans to assist in their recovery and promote future growth. So far, the Grand Forks Jobs Development Authority has loaned out over $300,000 to assist applicants through the program. 
When it came to making tough decisions regarding business restrictions, we were able to do so with constant communication and collaboration with business owners and make it con making a concerted effort to work with them and not against them. We supported local businesses by eliminating restaurant alcohol beverage license fees for 2021 and recently support a shop local campaign in partnership with the Evolve Grand Forks to incentivize local spending. But most importantly, we know this has been a trying time for everyone. Some of us have lost loved ones. Some of us have lost, lost businesses and livelihoods. Some were forced into unemployment. There were months of not being able to visit with family in hospitals and nursing homes. For the loss and hardship befallen upon all of you and your families, please know you have a caring community to support you. Being physically distant from friends and family for months tested our resilience and the very fabric of what it means to be a community. On that note, I can't help but remember something Colonel Pringle stated at the height of the pandemic. He said in a sincere, somber, and hopeful way that I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world with my family during this pandemic than where I am right here in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And I hope many of you feel the same way. Looking back, it was neighbor helping neighbor. The selfless volunteerism was the most inspiring of it all. This community had each other's back through thick and thin. With that, despite the pandemic, despite the challenges, we were still able to execute and move this community forward. And I can confidently say that Grand Forks is coming out of this pandemic stronger than ever before. This isn't only evident in our community optimism, but the proof is in the promising economic numbers and the strong city budget performance. At the start of the pandemic, we faced potential downturns in city revenues from sales tax, utility fees, state aid, and had to adopt the 2020 budget from a revenue and expenditure perspective. We are grateful to report that the 2020 budget results were extraordinary given the pandemic and its economic impact. The final actual numbers meet or exceeded nearly every parameter. Thank you to City Administration, Finance Director Maureen Storsett, and the Finance Team for proposing aggressive cuts in the early days of the pandemic. Our, our financial performance is highlighted by the fact that our general fund revenues were 21% at the start of the year and ended the year at over 30%, thanks to the thoughtful local budgeting and aggressive state and federal funding. Sales tax revenue came in flat after early predictions of a 25% loss and billing permitting came, revenue came in above the five-year average. We have cut city administration staffing costs by nearly a quarter of a million dollars, saving taxpayers around $1 million over four years. We also saw a net present value savings of over $320,000 from the strategic refinancing of bonds at lower interest rates. And we have maintained our AA2 bond rating. Thank you to our state and federal partners for providing the much needed CARES funding to support the pandemic response. We use the increased assets in the most prudent and strategic ways possible, including supporting our community partners. We use CARES money to support the school district and offset some of their increased costs to keep schools open and safe, as well as support Altru for their ongoing testing and COVID hotline. Due to the increased levels of stress, anxiety, and uncertainty placed on members of the community, we put funds towards the Mental Health Matters, a community collaboration that addresses the importance of mental health. And as for the 2021 budget, we were able to include a small across the board raise for all city employees and finally move forward with the much improved NDPERS Public Safety Retirement Plan. The NDPERS Public Safety Plan will make us more competitive in recruiting first responders 
and improve our ability to retain excellent employees. We were able to do all this while cutting the budget and creating a small property tax cut for everybody. Thank you to our award-winning finance department and city departments who are paramount in getting this budget created amidst uncertainty and in a, and in a compressed time frame because of the mayoral transition. First and foremost, I want to thank all city staff for the sense of duty and workmanship that allowed uninterrupted service to the city of Grand Forks. Many forget that we are also dealing with a spring flood and these operations involved numerous city departments while the city was on lockdown. Like every organization in, time, in town, we had to adopt new ways of executing our mission. I want to thank the IT department for their work in keeping the city going and the staff connected. Even with the increased demand in our IT team, they were still able to install new Mitel phone system, replace our network switch, and upgrade all of City Hall to Cat 6 cabling. Since becoming mayor, the ultimate goal of our administration is to make this town more business and consumer friendly. In that effort, the first couple of weeks in office, I attended listening sessions hosted by the chamber with businesses and contractors to discuss areas where we can improve. We reworked City Hall to make planning and community development more accessible, making them front and center and easy to access. Our inspections department and IT worked, to worked together to develop online building permit access and online payments to make us more efficient and more friendly for developers. Planning and zoning is working on updating our downtown zoning codes and downtown parking system. We've extended our Renaissance zone to include parts of Gateway Drive and Midtown. These changes were approved by the State Department of Commerce and all of our political subdivisions. These changes will incentivize more citywide development. We've created a new inspections department that is distinct and separate from our engineering department, thus creating a clear chain of command and providing a direct line to the mayor and city administrator. These foundational moves will benefit us greatly going into the future. On the public safety side, both our fire department and police department have undergone organizational restructures to increase efficiencies, effectiveness, and prevention. PD's restructure will establish a clear span of control for command and equalizes the workload in patrol areas, making them more efficient and reducing response time for priority one calls. The fire department's restructure prioritizes training and created a new deputy chief position to provide further organizational efficiencies. Our PSAP dispatchers processed over 23,911 calls in 2020, never missing a single call due to COVID infections, quarantines, or isolations. Thanks to PSAP, working hand in hand with our fire and police departments, we were able to meet our performance measure of a sub four minute travel response time for priority one calls for service. Not only did our first responders keep us safe, they were called upon to protect those around North Dakota and the country. Our fire department, under the leadership of Chief Lorenz, sent a delegation and a fire engine to fight wildfires on the West Coast, and even responded to and offered aid to a car accident on the way home. Our police department sent a delegation to Fargo to help protect life and property during the George Floyd protests. And what more can be said about our police department and their professionalism and commitment to duty? Just think about the week that they had early last summer. They lost a brother on Wednesday. Then on Saturday, they sent 15 officers to Fargo to help keep peace in their community. They then returned to pay tribute and bury their brother on Tuesday, then began working to keep the peace during protests in our own city. What a testament to the professionalism, resilience, and character of our men and women in uniform. 
I want to give a huge thank you to the law enforcement officers across the state and region for coming out in force and supporting Grand Forks during the Cody Holty funeral procession. Our PD staff has done a tough job and they've done it honorably. I cannot say enough about the leadership of Chief Nelson and his entire staff. They've built an even stronger relationship with the community and we owe them a debt of gratitude for how they've handled all the tragedies and challenges this past year. Thank you to each and every one of our first responders. On the public works and waterworks side, we still executed standard operations as well as the work intensive services citizens have become accustomed to. During fall cleanup week, city crews picked up over 500 tons of materials from city residents and then completed five full weeks of leaf and branch collection where over 1,100 tons of leaves and 670 tons of branches were collected. Additionally, our public works department invested in new vehicles that will have the potential to save the city an average of $28,000 per year in salt costs treating icy roads. The biggest highlight on the waterworks front was the startup of our new water treatment plant. This is a once in a century project that took more than a decade of planning, design, and construction. Our waterworks department even ran two water treatment plants at the same time for a couple of months in the process of getting the new, full, new plant fully operational. What an incredible project to complete, and thank you to Governor Burgum, Lieutenant Governor Sanford, Senator Holmberg, Representative Sanford, the State Legislature, and City Administrator Todd Feeling for all the heavy lifting that they did. One department that is constantly working behind the scenes and crucial to the operation of an efficient city is our engineering department. They completed $23 million worth of projects in 2020 to include mill overlays, on strategic corridors like University Avenue and 5th Street. Additionally, they reconstructed a section of Belmont Road and have been working on new innovations for road maintenance and prevention with new fog seal operations. Strategic investments in public infrastructure helps drive private investment. Knowing that to be true, the city has made a number of key investments in public infrastructure and preparing shovel-ready ground for future development. The following video exemplifies a new and more aggressive look at the future. It's quite um, humbling that we're here and we're, we're talking about about $110 million of, of private investment in our community. If you were here in March when this pandemic was going to start, you would have predicted we'd be here in December to do this. I don't think anyone would have predicted that we'd be here today. So I think it shows the strength of Grand Forks and how we've performed through this pandemic. So it's, it's quite humbling. We're all here for our community. Been here. Craig has been here. We've all been here. We're here, we've gone away, we've come back. I'm not going anywhere. So let's just, just be positive and look forward to the future. I think it's better for Grand Forks. Um, we're doing this because we really think it's right for Grand Forks. I want to just give a, a huge, I got a, a lot of people I want to thank for this, this project. I put a lot of work in uh, and certainly want to thank the county commission, the school board members, uh, you know, this caring unanimously across all our, our taxing entities, I think is a real signal to the future. And, and seeing all the developers really rally together, people that probably don't talk to each other too much or too often normally, all rally together and we're interested in, in just the future of Grand Forks. And I, I did want to say one other real thing real quick is thanks to the city staff. Um, this has been under, I won't say duress, but it's been quick. And, and 
you know, we've had scheduled meetings every week. We've stuck to them. Uh, we've had planning, we've had engineering, we've had Todd's team, financials. Uh, I've just been really, really impressed. I, I work a lot of different cities and uh, it was very organized. Thanks. When you put together a strong foundation with exceptional city services and a more aggressive growth strategy, it is possible to unlock great potential as highlighted by these four projects, totaling $116 million in local investment. Let's talk quickly about the four projects. First, the Beacon by Epic. This use of a TIF bond is the first of its kind in the City of Grand Forks. This tax incentive bond will assist with the investment in a game-changing public event space for the community and includes a water feature, hockey rink, performance stage, and play areas with boundless potential for events. The mixed-use buildings surround the event space will create a thriving work-eat-play environment, and I'm excited to see the life that it will bring to the area. Next is the Memorial Village redevelopment on UND's campus. This is a great example of an innovative public-private partnership that will renovate an iconic facility in the region. This redevelopment will put a property on the tax rolls that previously wasn't as a state-owned facility. I have fond memories of Memorial Stadium from my time training there as a part of the UND hockey team, and this renovation will provide much-needed athletic facilities and housing options near campus that will make UND more competitive in attracting and retaining students and student-athletes. There are more great public-private partnerships to come between the Grand Forks community, UND, and the private sector. Next up, Block V. This will be a timely renovation to a historic building and will retain many of its classic features that remind us all of the past. This is an iconic location at 3rd and Demers, across from Town Square, that has been the lifeblood of the city for over 100 years. Last but not least is the Lions Auto Development. This is another mixed-use project that will be a key development in creating a thriving tech ecosystem across from the Grand Forks Herald Building. All of these projects exemplify the momentum this town has, and I want to give a special thank you to our county commissioners, school board members, and park board commissioners for their unanimous support. And I cannot be more grateful for the local developers for their investments that will make Grand Forks a better place for generations to come. Three of these projects are in the downtown area and the other is on UND's campus. On the horizon, we are looking at citywide redevelopments and investments to foster much needed experience lacking in the community. Through our market capture survey data, we know we are lacking in attractions and entertainment and we'll need to work with local groups on integrating services and experiences at the best possible locations as part of a future public-private partnership. As this slide shows, we've got exciting development opportunities throughout the city to include the Gateway Corridor and the Old Holiday Inn, the land south of the Alaris Center, Columbia Mall, and Grand Cities Mall. I want to highlight the area around the Alaris Center as a great example of what can be. First, we have been able to further solidify the Alaris Center's critical importance to the community through a new 10-year naming rights agreement with Alaris Financial and a new 10-year agreement with UND to be the home of our highly ranked UND football team. Thank you to Alaris Financial for your steadfast commitment to the community and $2 million investment. For football, we've upgraded the turf within the facility to be NFL quality as UND begins its first season, first successful season in the Missouri Valley Conference. Thank you to the Alaris Commission, Spectra, Anna, Anna Rosberg, and the entire team for doing a phenomenal job. Even with those landmark accomplishments this year, we've got even bigger plans moving forward and are working on a master plan for more experiential amenities like a children's museum, indoor turf facility, BMX track, destination park, 
and a tech learning center. This area has a lot of potential and has been sit sitting vac as a vacant field for many years. It's time to build off the success of the Alaris Center and turn 42nd Street into a great entertainment and experience hub. We've been working with the owners of the Columbia Mall, GK Development, and local partners as they develop a master plan that will incorporate the, re that will incorporate the retail footprint and include public spaces in a broader mixed-use development with the possibility of an indoor turf facility, aquatic center, and other needed entertainment experiences. We are excited by the renewed interest and urgency in the mall's much-needed redevelopment. Also near Columbia Mall is the Veterans Memorial Park, which will finally host its grand opening this fall. Thank you to General Palmer and your entire team for pushing this forward. Meeting with your team was one of my highlights of the past year and left me inspired by your love of Grand Forks and your love of the country. This has been something long overdue and we are grateful for all the donors that made this project possible. Another future development on the horizon is the site of the old water treatment plant. The plant was decommissioned last year and has a footprint that covers nearly two city blocks. We are looking at unique and competitive ways to award a redevelopment project the most innovative proposal. This will encapsulate the southernmost part of downtown and bring more energy to the area. This needs to be a game, cha game changer and a 100-year development, as it, as it is our city's namesake at the forks of the Red and Red Lake Rivers. One of our big goals is to be more strategically aggressive with, with the Growth Fund to push forward the enhancements of much-needed industry growth in our region. We are currently working with our partners at the, e at the EDC to court major players in the agribusiness sector, as well as working hard and proposing aggressive actions in the effort to attract large high-tech data centers. As always, we've continued to focus on the UAS sector to further enhance our UAS ecosystem. I'm truly proud of the commitment to our community shown by all our UAS companies, both big and small. We've taken a look at proposing a change in the funding proportion of the Grand, of the Grand Forks Growth Fund and putting a higher percentage of dollars towards business development to spur future growth. On that note, we have seen the sale of the Cirrus building and the adjacent lot. This sale is an important move for the future of community investments. We want to thank Bill King of Cirrus for being such a champion of the Grand Forks community for the past 25 years. We are currently in the process of selling corporate centers one and two and using the sale and proceeds for more community reinvestments that will continue to pay off for decades to come. Despite our national leadership in the UAS sector, the market capture study highlighted the tech sector as an opportunity for more growth. To address this, we've moved forward with creating a tech, acceler tech accelerator at the Grand Forks Herald Building to help centralize entrepreneurs and create opportunity for businesses of all size to work together and blossom. We are currently in the final stages of being awarded an EDA grant for construction, which will be crucial to enhancing the building for this purpose and shifting much of the construction expenses away from local taxpayers. With the presence of UND and large defense contractors like Northrop Grumman and General Atomics, we can leverage our, our ecosystem to increase the opportunities for high-paying tech jobs to be located in Grand Forks. The technology accelerator at the Grand Forks Herald Building is meant to serve as an economic driver and its success will be measured by job creation and growth rather than direct profitability. And I'm excited to see the building prosper again. We need to complement our economic development efforts with workforce development initiatives to make sure we have a talented and strong workforce for employers. To that, there is no more crucial entity than the University of North Dakota to further development on our workforce. We are proud of our partnerships with UND on projects and operations that are beneficial to both the, commu the community and the campus, which in the end will help them attract and retain students 
and give us more opportunities to keep young and talented people here in Grand Forks. Our investment in the Nistler College of Business and Public Administration gets the city on UND's campus and provides a front door to the community. This also gives the community an opportunity to work more collaboratively with the university on workforce recruitment and retention. We've continued our internship and research partnerships and are working on ways to create better connection along University Avenue between UND and downtown through a study funded by the Knight Foundation. We partner on the reconstruction of University Avenue, which has revitalized the area and will be a big feature in their student recruitment efforts. The city and UND integrated our public transportation system, which has resulted in a win-win for both organizations. The new routes work seamlessly and results in more efficient service. As Keith Lund of the EDC has said numerous times, when families, businesses, and industry look to make Grand Forks their home, the two factors they care about most is the strength of the school system and the healthcare system. They're two of our biggest and most important assets in terms of workforce retention and recruitment and economic development. There's a lot of excitement around Altshire's new hospital and future ambulatory surgical center. This will allow us to compete in the healthcare industry against the largest of cities. It is no secret that our public schools have, have large challenges facing them. That is why it will be critical for us to support them in their journey to address and confront those challenges ahead. In the end, their success is our success. In addition to our school and healthcare systems, quality of life is a huge factor in attracting and retaining people. We need Grand Forks to be a place where people want to locate. This means creating higher paying jobs and growing our amenities, attractions, and entertainment options. This is why it is so crucial we push the envelope on community and economic development, workforce development, and projects that will enhance our community's quality of life. Given all this, from the developments currently in progress to those on the horizon, the work with our community partners and the solid foundation we have coming out of this pandemic, it is clear Grand Forks has the momentum and I have never been more optimistic about the future of this community. Lastly, let me finish with gratitude and thanks, because in the end, without gratitude in our hearts, we have nothing at all. Thank you, Governor Burgum and Lieutenant Governor Sanford for your partnerships during the COVID fight and vaccine administration. The accessibility and responsiveness of the entire team at the state of North Dakota was critical to our response and ability to execute locally and is leading us stronger into the future. Thank you to our congressional delegation, Senator Hoven, Senator Kramer, and Congressman Armstrong Thank you for going to bat for us in D.C., supporting our local farmers, helping our enhancement in our UAS ecosystem, and being strong advocates for the Grand Forest Air Force Base. Thank you to those philanthropic leaders in the community, like the Ingolstadt Family, Community Foundation, Knight Foundation, the United Way, and many, many others for the important work they've done this past year. Thank you to all our local businesses that stepped up and helped our community, despite tensions put on their own operations. It was truly inspirational to see everything you did in some of the darker moments of this past year. Please know that you have the support of a grateful community and grateful consumers. Thank you, former Mayor Michael Brown. Your accomplishments over the last 20 years were truly remarkable and the community is grateful for your service. You have set the table for future leaders to build off a strong foundation. Thank you to the Grand Forks City Council members for your tireless efforts especially during this economic recovery. Being a council member, especially in tough times like these, can feel like a thankless job. Please know that you're appreciated. You make me a better mayor, and you make this town a better place. 
Thank you to city staff and our department head team. I inherited a great team here at the city and you all have my deepest appreciation and gratitude for the work that you've done. I know a mayoral transition amidst a crisis was challenging. Your sense of duty, commitment, and attitude makes it an honor to be mayor each and every day. And a final thank you, a thank you to the citizens of Grand Forks. In this past year, the pandemic and national unrest came for us. It came to divide us, yet here we stand today, stronger and more united than ever. Some have passed, many have lost loved ones, many faced incredible hardships, and yet here we stand, looking to the future. Our healthcare system and public health rose to the occasion. Our first responders and essential workers rose to the occasion. Most importantly, our citizens rose to the occasion. We have a lot to be optimistic about. We have a lot to be excited for. And the future belongs to Grand Forks. I'm truly grateful for this community. May God bless the citizens of Grand Forks. Thank you from the bottom of my heart.